Before we start this episode, I want to ask you a question. Are you or somebody you know looking for a reformed church in the Orange County area? The reason I ask this is we're planting a church, Santa Ana Reformed, under the supervision and oversight of Oceanside, United Reformed Church, and Reverend Danny Hyde. We're going to have informational sessions beginning at 6.30 p.m. on October 28, 2021, and we'll meet at Four Street Markets in downtown Santa Ana. We'll continue meeting there on a weekly basis. If you want more information about this church plant's please head to either our Twitter or our Instagram profiles at Guilt Grace Pod, or in your show notes of this episode, it'll bring you to an email list. Please subscribe your email to find out more updates as we continue this endeavor. So let's enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Guilt Grace Gratitude Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell. And we are on Catechism Saturday, Lord's Day number 52. We made it to the end of the Heidelberg Catechism. So this will be the last episode of the Heidelberg Catechism. We'll let you know what we're doing after this at the conclusion of this week's episode. But before we start, make sure you've listened to Monday's podcast, episode 16 of season three, Covenants and Reformation Theology with Dr. R. Scott Clark of Westminster Seminary, California, and the voice behind both the Heidelcast and Office Hours. And like you heard on Monday, or if you're about to hear on Monday, what you do with Reformation Theology is you call up Dr. Clark, you hand him the microphone, and you let him talk. And Thursday's book club with Dr. Fred Sanders of Tory Honors Institute of, of Biola University on his recent book, Fountain of Salvation, published by Erdman's. We've been going through question answers 127 to 129, the last petition of the Lord's Prayer. So question answer 127. What does the sixth petition mean? Answer. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil means. We are so weak that we cannot stand on our own for a moment. And our sworn enemies, the devil, the world, and our own flesh, Never stop attacking us. And so, Lord, uphold us and make us strong by the power of your Holy Spirit, so that we may not be defeated in this spiritual fight, but may firmly resist our enemies until we finally win the complete victory. This is both a petition for deliverance from future evil, as well as a petition from present evil. So what is temptation? The one is from God, a trial of our faith, piety, repentance, and obedience, which is from God, through the various oppositions and hindrances of our salvation that our faith, patience, hope, and constancy may be made manifest both to ourselves and others. And the other temptations from the devil, the flesh and the wicked tempt us. And every solicitation to do wrong, which solicitation itself is sin. So the one from God leads to our patience and faith, the increase of these to be manifest to others. And the other is from the devil and all that is evil towards sin. So what is it to lead into temptation? When God is said to lead us into temptation, we are to understand by it that he tries and proves us according to his most just will and judgments. 
But when the devil is said to lead us into temptation, it means that God permits him, permits him to entice and solicit us to sin. We therefore pray that God will not tempt us for the sake of trying us, if such be his will and pleasure, as, or if he does tempt us, that he will give us strength to endure the temptation, and that he will not permit the devil or the world or the flesh to entice us to sin, or if he does permit us to be tempted, that he himself will be present with us, that we may not fall into sin. So what is it to, to deliver us from evil? It is as comprehending all the evils of guilt and punishment, whether they be present or future. Hence, when we pray that God will deliver us from evil, we desire that he will send no evil upon us, but keep and defend us from present and future evils, both of guilt and punishment. That if he does here send evils upon us, he will be pleased to mitigate them and make them contribute to our salvation that they may be profitable to us, that he will at length fully and deliver us in the time and the life to come and wipe away all tears from our eyes. Why is this petition necessary? On account of the number and power of our enemies, together with the multitude of the evils to which we are exposed and our own weakness. And on account of the preceding petition that we may obtain the forgiveness of our sins inasmuch as our sins are not forgiven, except we continue in faith and repentance. And he qualifies this. The benefit of this petition is a confession of our weakness and enduring temptations, even the smallest that no one may be unduly exalted and filled with conceit as Peter was when he declared himself willing to die with Christ a declaration of the miseries and evils of this present life, that we may not become secure and fall in love with the world, and an acknowledgement and confession of the providence of God, which, as Cyprian writes in Early Church Father, teaches that the devil can affect nothing against us except God first give him permission, like the book of Job, which should lead us to reverence and fear God. Since the wicked one can accomplish nothing in all temptations, except God give him power to do so. Question answer 128. How do you conclude this prayer? For yours, the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. This means we have made all these petitions of you because as, your, as our all-powerful king, you are both willing and able to give us all that is good. And because your holy name and not we ourselves should receive all the praise forever. Thine is the kingdom. The first reason is drawn from the duty of a king, which is to hear, defend, and preserve his subjects, you, listening to this right now. And the power. The second reason is drawn from the power of God. So this king is also powerful, and he is God. And the glory. The third reason is from the end or final cause. We ask all these things for your glory. We desire and look for all good things from you, the only true and sovereign God. We profess and acknowledge you as the author and fountain of all good things. Because this glory is due you, we therefore desire these things from you. Last question answer 129. 
What does that little word, amen, or amen, express? It means this shall truly and surely be. For it is much more certain that God has heard my prayer, that I feel my heart, that I desire such things from him. The word amen is connected with this part of the prayer to denote a true and sincere desire that we may be heard, that the thing which we desire and pray for may be ratified and certain, and that God would understand our request, a certainty and profession of our confidence, or a confirmation of our faith, by which we are fully persuaded that we shall be heard. So the word amen signifies, therefore, so let it be. Or let that come to pass, which we ask. May God, who is not unmindful of his promise, certainly and truly hear us. And he will certainly and truly hear you. So thanks for listening to the last episode of Catechism Saturday of the Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day number 52, where we went through question answers 127 to 129, the last petition of the Lord's Prayer. Make sure you guys listen to next Monday's episode 17, season three, post-Reformation developments with Dr. Stephen Myers of Puritan Reformed Theological Seminary. And next Thursday's book club with Alyssa Childers of both American Gospel fame. If you guys have seen this documentary, she's one of the main people profiled. She's a prolific apologist of the Christian faith, came from progressive Christianity and writes to uphold the Christian confession and faith. And also of Lister Childers podcast, which is consistently in the top 50 on the iTunes charts on her recent book, Another Gospel published by Tyndale. And also a treats a little preview of what she's working on for next year that'll come on, come uh, come around, be published sometime around September or the fall of 2022. And like I promised last week and the beginning of this episode, next Saturday, I'll be talking about the church plant that we have coming in Santa Ana, some of the developments around the church plants, where we're proposing to meet for the first couple informational sessions and Bible studies. If you guys live in or around the Santa Ana or Orange County area, or you guys are moving to this area, you guys know people who are in this area, just generally want to know about church plants, please reach out to us at santaannareformed at gmail.com. We'll talk a whole lot more about what we're planning. We might have Pastor Danny on of Oceanside URC, the overseeing church, to talk about this church plant. We are very excited about this church plant coming in this area. We hope you guys are too, and we'll tell you a whole lot more information. So please share this episode. Please share this information with anybody who might be interested in a confessionally reformed gospel preaching, outreach focused, evangelistically centered church in the area. So we hope to see you guys next week on the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. Bye. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of our podcast, Guilt, Grace, Gratitude. And we, as we've said before, we are bridging the gap to Reformed Christian theology for your listening pleasure. So we would like to make sure this is 
enjoyed by others around the world and how to best do that is rate and review us on itunes yeah and you after you rate a review or instead of rate and review or doing everything all in once retweeting us on twitter liking us on twitter liking us on instagram following us on both of those platforms because that actually puts in front of people's physical face this podcast these guests and most importantly the gospel the doctrines uh, that these guests are bringing in front of you guys so please do that it helps get in front of more people amen and hopefully you guys are part of a local church and you're tithing and uh after that after tithing if you have any means left over please consider donating to us to make sure our bridge is well paved and maintained and strong and sturdy as again we bridge the gap to reform christian <laughs> theology exactly the yeah and you guys can find that link on anchor our official anchor website if you just go on um, our social media links it'll it'll link you to that website it's also at the bottom of these this podcast show notes if you're on this podcast this specific episode scroll all the way to the bottom of that show notes and you guys will find a link for this for three different options of donating so we hope you guys can help us bridge the gap pay for shipping get nicer stuff all for the focus of spreading the gospel further yep all for the kingdom of god thanks so much guys we'll see you guys next time